This is another episode of Tiny House Talk, and on the line with us today is Christine Plum of Galveston, Texas. She is a builder, designer, single mother, business owner, and tiny-slash-small-house developer. I'm Alex Pino, your host, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Christine, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? How's the weather in Texas today? Uh, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot in Florida, Very too. Very hot. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for those listening in who may not be familiar with your homes before, I was wondering maybe you can just start out by just describing them, describing some of the tiny and small cottages that you've been designing and, and building over the years. Sure. Um, so I... Um, I really design my homes so that uh, they have really good flow. They're not um, they're not just a regular sized house shrunk down, you know, to be tiny. They're actually uh, I, I put a lot of thought and consideration to flow and how everything is laid out and um, you know how people are going to move about the space um, to make sure that you're maximizing. Uh, every square inch. Uh, I pretty much designed my home from scratch, from uh, graph paper, and uh, a lot of sketching and erasing and starting over and uh, to, like, you know, get what I feel is uh, the best, you know, to maximize the space and, and make the design, that, you know, needs to be really pretty, too. They are beautiful, so, that's for sure. And do you Thank do you, you subscribe to a particular style that you would say your homes are like? Can you describe them as a style? I know I looked it through them and and I saw that you do like the shotgun style and the Victorian style. Is is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've um, I'm kind of still early into my um, building. Um, I have, I would say, I, I mean, I have probably a hundred plans sketched out at least. Um, but as far as like what I've built so far, it's mostly been um, sort of, um, I guess, traditional craftsman style or uh, shotgun um, and Victorian. Uh, where I build here in Galveston, uh, I build in an older neighborhood. And so most of the homes are um, 100 years, you know, plus. Um, and I want to fit into the neighborhood, not just in scale but also in design. So um, I try to build my houses where they look fresh and modern, but they fit into the style of the neighborhood. And Galveston has such beautiful old homes, um, Victorian style, shotgun style, um, craftsman style. So, uh, yeah, it's mostly just about just trying to fit in with, the, with what's you know, around me right now. 
So how, how did this all start for you? How did you end up becoming a sort of tiny, small house developer? Uh, so it all started out where I had, um, well, first I grew up in a, a um, family of builders and developers um, from California. And so I'd been around construction sites my whole life. Um, and I had been um, doing remodels um, in, uh, over the for the past, I would say, 20 years. Um, but what kind of got me started on the new construction route was um, after my divorce, I uh, purchased a vacation rental on, or a home that I turned into a vacation rental on Galveston, and that was so successful that I purchased another one. And the second one I purchased had an, an incredibly large lot that wasn't really being utilized, and um, I was able to replat it and um, my initial thought was that I would put a tiny house on wheels um, in back and use it as a vacation rental. But the city of Galveston, because Galveston is windstorm um, and because of hurricanes, they don't allow you to put a tiny house on wheels on property. So it was going to have to be built to windstorm standards and on foundation. And uh, so that kind of got me started down the path of, okay, well, um, Let's see what let's see what I need to do. I'd never built or even seen a house built on piling, um, so it was kind of a whole was a whole new um, set of skills to learn. But I just kind of threw myself into it, and um, I was lucky that I found an engineer who uh, was willing to really sit down and walk me through the process. In fact, he specialized in um, sort of that be your own builder, and um, I mean. During the process, it was, I loved it so much that um, after I finished, um, I just decided that I was going to sell everything off and I was going to start building full time because um, it was just, uh, it was, it, it really um, satisfied my creative side and um, I, I've always been fascinated with construction and so it was like the, the perfect it just kind of all fell together, I guess you could say. So how many have you built so far? I guess, including uh, the, re- if there are any remodels, I guess you can in- include that or. Well, um, I have, um, so over the years I've done a lot of remodels. I'm not sure, uh, maybe like 15 to 20 <laughs> remodels over the years. But as far as like new construction that I just, I have three that I've completed, and I have a fourth one that is going to be complete in about three weeks. Okay. And that does that include, like, the – well, I guess I'll ask you – I'm going to ask you this later, but the, the Painted Plum Project? Oh, yeah. So that is um, – no, the, I haven't broken ground on that yet. Those are um, with my engineer. He's designing the plans. I, I um, you know, drew out the plans, and he's doing engineer, engineering on those. Um, so right now I'm actually, um, doing a small remodel for a client. I'm finishing the, uh, the little green shotgun house. I've just started, um, construction for a small home for my son in Houston. And then, um, I'm starting, uh, and then of course I have the painted slum project that's going to be three Victorians and that I'm going to probably break ground on that in November. And then I have a project that I'm doing with another um, woman in construction 
we are partnering up to do um, two shotgun style homes, just a little bit different than the green one I'm building now, um, side by side. And we're going to be starting those probably in about a month. Okay. So quite a few different projects. <laughs> yeah, you sound pretty busy. So what what is it yeah. like getting the, the permits approved for these? And, and I'm curious, like, you know, is, is there minimum square footage requirements? Is this something you have to fight or is there, is this particular area kind of friendly to, to, you know, I noticed there are around 400 square feet, what you're building. I don't know if you could tell us more about, about. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, for, so for the city of Galveston, I really haven't had any issues. Um, the, uh, the small size builds is 410 square feet. And then I have built, um, although, well, the one I'm doing for my son, it's uh, just over a thousand square feet. Um, but I built mostly between 400 and 600 square feet. That's kind of where I stay. And um, I haven't had any issues. I mean, um, the bedroom on, my, on the last house, I built a little black Victorian. That bedroom was only, I want to say, eight and a half by eight and a half, or maybe eight and a half by nine feet. And it was, it was very, very small, and I didn't have um, any issues. The only thing um, I would say is um, for the loft, um, they, at first, they didn't know what to do with it. The very first house I built, the city inspector came out and scratched his head <laughs> and looked at it and wasn't sure because I had a ladder up to it, and he wasn't sure. And then um, I called back and he said, you're fine. You know, you passed the final inspection. And then um, when I built my next one, the White House, that one had a staircase. And then it also had a um, ladder. And again, the inspector, inspector came through and scratched his head and said he wasn't sure about the, uh, about the loft. But um, I ended up calling back and I got it approved and it was fine. Um, and then this last one, the Black House, um, they just approved it. I didn't have, I didn't have any, um, there was no head scratching on that one. So, um, uh, I guess they're used to my houses now, but, um, I, I haven't really had, um, any issues with the city of Galveston. I mean, the biggest, the biggest thing I would say is that people are always surprised at how much it costs to build a tiny house in Galveston. And mostly that's just because, um, there are a lot of windstorm requirements with, uh, impact windows, impact doors, you have to meet certain design pressure ratings and extra strapping and things like that, that, um, that raise your, you know, your, your cost to build. But that's, kind of, that's probably been the, I guess, the biggest hurdle is just trying to get um, that, you know, everything passed through windstorm. But it's basically, it's built, I build it just like someone building a 2,000 square foot house uh, on okay. a smaller scale. And it's not a guest house. It's, it's like the main house on the lot, right? Oh yeah. It is the only house on the lot. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Not, not all areas you can, you can do what you're doing. It seems to me, but, but that's very cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So can you tell us about that one time I saw on your Instagram that you, I guess you built one of these houses and you, you put it on the market and it sold like the first day that you put it on. Yeah, um, that was my, that was the White House. That, that thing, um, sold right away. Actually, all my houses have, have pretty much sold within the first week that they're on the market. Um, 
but yeah, that one, that, that, that white house, that, that house is really special. That was a, a beautiful interior. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I love all my houses, but there, that one was, um, that one was pretty incredible. Um, it had a really beautiful interior with a lot of, um, neat architectural details on the inside. So is there, is there anyone, now you mentioned like vacations earlier, is there, do these still exist and anyone listening who might want to stay in one of these, can they still do that? Oh yeah, actually, um, all three of the completed houses, um, are vacation rentals currently. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I yeah, have to the, get those the owners, from you. yeah, the owners actually have made them all into vacation rentals and they're, they've done really, really well. Um, as vacation rentals, so. Well, awesome. Um, I just have really two other questions, and and then we can we can say we can say bye bye to everybody. Um, okay. One is, and I know this might be a lot of a, a a big question, but maybe you know the question is how can somebody who's listening begin doing what you're doing? Like, how does someone become a tiny house developer, and where do you even start? Um, I mean, I just kind of jumped into it. Um, and I mean, I made a lot of mistakes, um, throughout, you know, um, but I, you know, I, I've learned, um, from every single one of them and I talk to people and I, I really, um, I, I take a lot of time, I guess, to, like, for example, when my framer is um, on site, you know, when he was first, um, did my first home for me, I was always there and I was always asking questions and I was always watching, you know, everything that he was doing. And um, he thought it was strange because I guess most builders he works for, they just kind of give him the plans and then they go and do something else. But um, I was there like on site all the time trying to learn everything I could. I spent a lot of time with my engineer uh, going over the plan so that I would understand when my um, framer was doing something, um, you know, why he was doing what he was doing. And then I would know if it was correct or if it was incorrect. Um, there's a gentleman at a lumber yard uh, here in Galveston. He's, he's been in the business for a very long time. And he, um, he does what's called a takeoff is when he goes through the plans and uh, lets you know, what lumber you're going to need to build the house basically to get it dried in. And I sat and I, I've spent a lot of time um, talking with him and asking him questions. And I learned a lot from him. So I guess my advice would just be, if it's something you want to do, just start, you know, start finding people that are doing it and see if they're willing to let you um, pick their brain for, you know, information and uh, you know, don't be afraid uh, to try it because you know you're going to make mistakes, but um, and some and the some and a lot of times mistakes in construction can be costly. But just think of it as like continuing education, the cost of continuing education, and um, you know familiarize yourself with your wherever whatever your permit department is, and um, you know find out what their uh, rules and regulations are you know, for the smaller and tiny houses. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I would just say, just, you know, go for it. Don't be afraid to, um, try it. 
try and get as much information as you can uh, before you get started, but definitely um, go for it. Awesome. Thank you. And where can we find you online? I know, I know you've got tiny house galveston.com and, and on Instagram, you're at plum underscore construction. Is that right? Yes. Is there yes. anywhere else that I didn't mention? No. Um, that's the, my, my website admittedly is not as up to date as it should be, but I do keep my Instagram really up to date with pictures. It's kind of my best way. It's the best way for people to see my work and see what projects I'm doing. Um, what I would say would be to check my, check my Instagram out. Awesome. Well, Christine, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the, a few moments out of your day to, to chat with us. Hopefully we'll do this again soon and maybe I'll have some more follow-up questions for you then. And uh, I'd love okay. to, maybe if you can shoot me an email sometime, if you have those Airbnb links, I'll definitely include them in the, in the show notes so people can check those out. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christine. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.